10-7, Titans over the Dolphins, 12-0-1 to go in the third in that game. And then we got a 10-7 lead as well for the Packers over the Giants. Boo. Second half just about to start. We talked about this just before halftime. This is why we look at these uh, props. I looked, guys, and I said, Raheem Mostert, 71 and a half rushing yards. He's got 49 at halftime. Well, no, no, not anymore. Now, after halftime, already for Raheem Mostert, he's gone from 49 to 68 rushing yards. Should I, I take the 89 and a half? Nah. I, no, stay away. That's getting a little bit up there. I'm just, right. I'd be worried that A Chan's going to start getting away. some more carries. Yeah. But I was. A Chan's number is now 69 and a half. Nice. I'd nice. stay away from that, too, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. a little worried. They're giving a lot to Mostert right now. I need right him now. to get in the end zone, though. You got that, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get him in the end zone. I looked. I, that the Mostert look was great live, dude. I that I mean, he's. I, I thank God I found a sixty-eight and a half too. But no Tyreek. They're gonna have to run the ball here. A little I bit. know, and that's really and, and way I'm making up for that because I bet a couple of different Tyreek props. So like I'm. You, did you hear that too? Yeah. I heard like a little recorder. Somebody it was like a. I don't know if that went through us or what. So there's just. Ra Random things. It might, <laughs> it might be. Well, why don't we bring in our buddy, all pal, the legend, the man, the myth himself, Patrick Everson, senior reporter, Vegas insider. We got two games going on tonight, Patrick. This is where are you? This is a definitely a different backdrop for you. It's just a little bit. So look, I've been here since '94, and every year since '94, I've had my fingerprints on National Finals Rodeo content, and I still do a oh. project with the event year. So we're in the middle of the 10 days of the National Finals Rodeo out here. So I'm in the NFR media room in the bowels of the Thomas and Mack Center. Um, I'm watching it on the big screen here, but just not far from me, a bunch of uh, impressive cowboys and cowgirls are plying their trade up in the arena between thousand <laughs> people. And it's, it's just a, it's a really cool event. So That's awesome. Uh, it, it's you know, a seriously cool event. I'm telling you, it, 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 it may sound weird to say, but I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. No, it really is. So funny story, Pat, me and my wife, um, we went in December to Vegas like, man, it was a decade ago now. We, we ended up doing this a couple different times, mm -hmm. but um, like everybody takes their Christmas vacation. So we realized like we couldn't see some of the shows we wanted to see. Um, you know, like a lot of people were gone and we're like, what the heck's going on? Because we were going into the elevators and everybody we were staying at the link and everybody that was getting in and out had cowboy hats on and it was the rodeo and it is a big deal and it is yeah. a lot of fun. Um, so it is awesome. It's Pat, how did the books do this weekend, man? Because, you know, um, it seems like the favorites have been on a pretty good run. And then yesterday, good run for dogs. You had the Chicago Bears winning outright against the Lions. You had the Bills winning outright against the Chiefs. Um, Cowboys did take care of business as favorites in the night game, but how did the books do yesterday? Books did well. Only the betters took it on the chin this weekend. Not in a huge way, Ryan, but uh, look, I asked one odds maker. He didn't. He, didn't he, said it was an, he said it was an okay day. I said, well, was it better than the last two weekends where the public favorites were just rolling and, and, and they were just racking up? And it was just real quick. Oh, God, yeah. That's exactly how he said it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so... They did a little bit better behind the counter this weekend, unfortunately, for those of us on this side of the counter. And as you pointed out, uh, that Lions result was big. Uh, to a degree, was big. Uh, the public was definitely on the Texans. Uh, you know, the up-and-coming up Texans with C.J. Stroud. People started to climb on that. Um, You know, the Broncos, uh, my Broncos didn't didn't hurt things at all for the folks behind the counter winning against the Chargers. Although, really, they were getting play. There were a couple of books that just did better to the Broncos than others. Definitely people were on, on the Broncos even fully expecting Justin Herbert to play a whole game and be totally healthy and all. So yeah, it, it, it all Buffalo was pretty good, uh, pretty good for the bookmakers as well, but it really, you know, the Lions game kind of set the table for all this. I've talked to you three before uh, about this a lot this season. 
money line parlays are such a big deal now. And I know there's a whole lot of other ways, but it's just, I've had odds make it's just the money line parlays are just killer for us unless we can get a couple of outright underdogs and get Chicago taken out Detroit, a public team, a good, pretty good, pretty good team that looks a little suspicious of late. It was, it was going to be, uh, you know, it was, it's set up well for the odds. How did that big performance from Dak and the Cowboys change the MVP odds, Patrick? Well, I saw I saw Dak went to the you know a, 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 a week or so ago. I think he was second or third, depending on where you shop, second or third. But now he's he's in the front. You you knew that's kind of how that game would play out. I had one odds maker in fact tell me about it last week. He's like, look, this is you know this is a big game for both teams. But if you're talking about you know where things stand in the MVP race, this is this is the game. Not only that Dallas had to win in order to you know keep up with keep up with the Eagles. In, in the NFC, potentially the number one seed in the playoffs. Although I think the Niners are going to get that, and I think I'm sure we all agree there. The Niners just look like a machine right now. Also, if he was going to set himself apart from 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 Jalen Hurts in the MVP race, have two losses to Hurts on his resume this season, and he doesn't. Uh, definitely, it definitely helped. And, and to your point, he's favorites role, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these next few weeks unfold. Obviously, you got Brock Purdy in the conversation as well, and. Uh, maybe if, they're, if you're feeling frisky with some of these quasi-longer shots. This isn't really a betting question, Patrick, but that's okay because everybody's talking about this right now. What do you think of the Kadarius-Tony situation and that, uh, that call and how Patrick Mahomes reacted afterwards? Because that has been the story of the NFL today. Well, look, and indirectly, in, in, in it, Nick, it is a betting question because if that goes for a touchdown, then the Chiefs win and cover, right? This so, is true, yes. Well, there's time on the clock. So maybe the Chiefs win and cover that game. So it certainly had a betting impact, too. I just feel like the Chiefs are handling this with a whole lot of class. Mm-hmm. Um, look, if if that play had been run on them with sides, uh, I, I don't think they would have been altogether happy about it. Well, it was a phenomenal play, so we designed it. The ref should you know, swallow his whistle and not throw the flag. I just don't think that's a really good look. Look, I do think the ref is getting involved maybe over involved sometimes in certain calls you know what's pi what's not pi and so on but look when he's right at the beginning of the play the ref has no idea that you know this is in the works or even and may not have been in the works i don't know if it was designed play you know to a degree whether it was a design play or not the ref's just calling what what i think all of us would see an obvious penalty and the ball comes back you don't know when you throw the flag that you know he's gonna run he's gonna catch it for 20 yards, run for another 10, chuck it across, uh, you know, a la check, which is kind of interesting, uh, and get a touchdown out of it. Uh, I, I just don't think it's a good look. I think it was the right call. I think, uh, I think the Chiefs need to settle down a little bit, and remember they still got a pretty talented team, and, and go try to figure out how to get over their win total of 11.5. Pat, let's uh, look ahead to some of these matchups coming up this week. Um, and I want to start actually with the Cowboys and the Bills. I was going to take you to Thursday Night Football, and maybe we'll get there, but that's an ugly matchup. But the Bills open as <laughs> two-point favorites against the Cowboys, total around 48-and-a-half. What are you seeing in this game? Because Dak and the Cowboys are on a 5-0 and straight-up run here, 4-1 and against the spread, and they're playing really good football right now. Oh, absolutely, playing great football. But here's the thing. This really speaks to the Bills' power. Rating. I've had multiple odds makers told me over the last week that look, before the Bills went and won at Kansas City, they said, listen, this team is power rated h- higher than its record would lead you to believe. And I heard the same thing last night. 
uh, and now they're coming home and they're going to be a short favorite. Granted, they're not the, you know, people, okay, the home team is worth three points. So if you're only Bills, you know, one and a half, two, two and a half, then you're not even giving them like the full, you're giving them the three points. But what you're saying is on a, on a neutral field, they'd be an underdog possibly. So, um, but that said, they are the favorite against a Dallas team that's playing well and scores a lot, lot, lot of points. So what one odds maker told me Sunday night as these lines started to come out, Ryan, as you can see, Bills closed, the, why the closing line was as close as it was against Kansas City. He said they're still one of the highest power rated teams in the, the record. And he said this line reflects a pretty even playing field in this game. And, and I think they think they're going to get a fair amount of action. The Bills, you know, got a lot of sharp play last week to help bring that number down against the Chiefs. Yeah. What about the Eagles-Seahawks game? Because we saw the Seahawks give the Cowboys a hard time. Uh, mm-hmm. The Eagles mm-hmm. look like they're probably in the worst place that they've been in over a year, right? Their defense doesn't look good. Their offense was in disarray. A.J. Brown, after, what, seven straight weeks of 100-yard games, he just really hasn't had that pop yet uh, in the last couple of weeks. Eagles now on the road in Seattle. We know the 12s are going to be rocking, probably going to be rainy. Three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. What are you hearing there? Yeah, this is, again, same odds maker that I normally talk to on Sunday night. And what he pointed out was, uh, you know, look, Seattle did cover the spread against the Niners, and the Niners have just been a machine really, really good. And he said, look, True Lock looked okay, but it's still not the same as with Geno Smith. And he said, Philly is fine respite from the gauntlet of Super Bowl contenders it's played in the last month. I mean, think about this over the last over the last month, Trista. They had the home against Dallas at KC, home against Buffalo and San Fran, and then at Dallas. Really, really tough stretch. That said, you know, he, he said, look, they're out of that gauntlet of Super Bowl contenders, and he expects the public to be from the Eagles this week, thinking they're going to bounce back from, from two losses. But me personally, Tris, I think this is a good spot for them. The Seahawks really, really need this win. They're at home much at the 12th. Man, it's a fascinating game, and, and I, I agree the public's going to be on the Eagles, but uh, um, I, uh, the Seahawks is a hell of a game, I thought, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they give uh, if they give the Eagles trouble too, provided Geno Smith is there and healthy. Talking to Patrick Everson, BetMGM tonight, and I'll tell you what, Pat, I'm looking at the Broncos plus five at Detroit right now, your Broncos. <laughs> I see your Broncos <laughs> trending up. I see those lines trending way, way down. I think I like the Broncos plus five in Detroit. I'd love a better number, but I'd take them at five right now. The, you know, and, and, and what's interesting, is they, this did, with the odds maker I spoke with on Sunday night, Nick, this opened, uh, uh, they went to four as the opener beat Lions losing at Chicago. But like you said, it looks like some four and a halfs and, and fives are popping up now as well. So it's starting off. Hard to get the public off those Detroit Lions. Uh, and maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, because it's a home game, because it's a home game, as well but yeah i mean look you maybe maybe you sit tight and see if you can even do a little bit better than five it'd be nice like oh. you said it'd be nice to get a little bit more than that really be awesome to get six obviously oh yeah but what he noted was uh again they load open this a little bit lower initially because the lines lost. the detroit power rating has taken quite the hit in the last month and he noted as you said denver continues to roll i mean it's a critical loss that denver suffered at houston but i don't think people expected them necessarily to win yesterday so they sort of got it back uh, Pat, another really interesting game. Now all of a sudden the Bears look like a real football team. They got a top 10 mm-hmm. run defense, and uh, they get the outright victory over the Lions, and they're taking on the Browns. And Joe Flacco, one of the best stories, man. I mean, 
Cleveland's eight and five mm-hmm. straight up and against the spread. What are you seeing in this game where the Browns are looking like three point favorites? Total pretty low, thirty seven oh, and gotcha. a half. You got us, Pat. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think I do. No, I think I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, what, what are you seeing in the Cleveland-Chicago game? What do you think the book's going to need there right. where the Browns are actually three-point favorites? I'm with you on all facets. I think the Joe Flacco thing is interesting. How much do you think, like, the Jets and maybe the others, Ryan, are just kicking themselves that they didn't yeah. go yeah, out yeah. and get Joe Flacco? Um, I just I, – that's the thing that after seeing what I've seen, I'm just baffled by that. But uh, the odds on night, he said, look, the Browns with Joe Flacco at the helm look surprisingly confident. And to your point, Ryan, he said the Bears have played much the last month. So he said these are two teams with a higher power rating than I think we would have expected at this point. And what he said is he believes this game is the definition of three, as in three-point spread. So this game is a definition of three in my eyes. Brown's getting basically the three-point home field advantage at home. And, and uh, the Bears could make things tough, but I do like the way Cleveland looks. And it's worth looking at uh, you know some future sprinkles in some form or fashion. Uh, the Browns. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. So I think it's excellent. It's an awesome story the way they've uh, held it together. It is Patrick Everson, senior reporter, Vegas insider. Always good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks, Pat. Absolutely. Thanks for uh, making do with the uh, with the unusual surroundings. I tonight. love it, Pat. It's always always someplace, right? He's he's traveling to Biloxi. I'm he's jealous. going. In, I know. It sounds fun. <laughs> I was at the rodeo. <laughs> right, yeah. I've been. Three times. Have you really? Oh, it's a great time, I, man. I, it sounds like it'd be fun. I've never been to one, but I would definitely do it. They, it's People go all in. So uh, so anyway, guys, so what happens here? Yeah. Packers, right? Um, three and out. So they punt. And the Packers, the Giants get on the board. Um, Tommy DeVito just juked out Darnell Savage. Somebody check Darnell Savage's ankles. I think they're broken. He just got juked by Tommy DeVito, which is hilarious. Giants take the lead, 14-10, but then Green Bay goes three and out. They go to punt the ball back to the Giants. They muff the punt, and now Green Bay gets the ball on their own 17-yard line. This is some of the worst special teams play you'll ever see. And if you're on the over, Undertaker meme, because it's 14-10 in a game where you probably don't have any business going over this total. If you're on, uh, if you're if you're on the Dolphins and the Tyreek Express and the Chalky McChalkersons. You're probably in some big trouble tonight. Tennessee might win this game outright. I, they might. They I mean, look good. The That's Dolphins have, like, nobody left. Whole, their whole roster's hurt now. It was Spears, That's but I think there's a... Did he go over? Go. What is the flag, Will Levis? Know. You mayonnaise-eating freak. Dude, Raheem Mostert just lost three yards on his last carry. Stop. I'm, I swear to God, he's down to 65. I need 68, over 68 that and a half. That two, two receptions for Spears. <sighs> okay. Okay, yeah. we need one more. Uh, Jordan Love, three-step drop, steps up in the pocket. He gets sacked. Third down coming up here. We hold them to three. I wonder if Green Bay, if this is four down territory, or if you just make it a one-point game. I love football. Oh, there's so much time. Woo! There's, it's not four down territory yet. Come on. Hey. <laughs> Playing the Giants, the six-point favorites. I know. It's touchdowns, not field goals. Live from National Harbor, BetMGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL. Surprise, Michigan opened up as the favorites, because is Michigan better than Alabama, like, on either side of the ball? Like, is, is their defense better? I know statistically they are, but, like, look at the offenses they've had to play this season. Like, I think they're pretty comparable. Maybe they're a little bit better offensively. I know they have some bigger names. Like, I know Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards are a better running back tandem. Maybe their receiving core is a little bit better. 
But I think Milrow's better than McCarthy. I mean, I know a lot of people like McCarthy. I'm, I'm, I think personally he's a little overrated. So especially the way Milrow's playing as of late. Um, so yeah, I mean, both teams, it's it's pretty similar on both sides of the ball. And then you know, both head coaches are really, really good. But Nick Saban's the greatest of all time, and he's been in this spot numerous situations. Jim Harbaugh has lost his two college football play, playoff appearances. Um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, to me, I was I was surprised that Bama was a dog. Were you? Were you surprised? Like, if I didn't tell you what this line was, and I told you Bama was playing Michigan in the Rose Bowl, who would you think was going to be favored? Oh, I think it had to be Michigan, just because they're the undefeated team. I still think that the Big Ten holds enough weight that that the Michigan would be favored in this game. And Alabama has come on hot down the stretch, but also I think a lot of people are having trouble forgetting that Auburn game. Because think about that one play. What was it? Fourth and 20-something? Fourth and 30-something? Fourth and 31. If that would have, you know, not came to pass, Alabama wouldn't even be in this situation. So I think some people are seeing that last game and saying, okay, well, Alabama played great against Georgia, but there is a team that struggles in there somewhere, and it was just a couple games ago. But from a betting standpoint, when you see this amount of parity in the top four teams – I think that's when you take a look at an underdog when it comes to the futures market and who wins it all. Michigan plus 170, Alabama plus 190, Texas plus 310, and Washington 7 to 1. So I, I think a lot of people will look and be like, yes, like Dak, uh, depending on which book you you go to, either Dak is the favorite, Brock Purdy is the favorite, or Jalen Hurts is the favorite, but the, all three of them are priced very similarly everywhere. So there are essentially now three favorites for league MVP, and the guy we bet is one of them. That's really good. And part of that's because the Eagles lost yesterday. That was a big part of it. And But there was this moment, I'm sitting there, and Debo scores his second touchdown. So he scores on a long run which is important, not a pass from Brock Purdy, scores on a really long run and the Eagles go up by two touchdowns. It's the third quarter and I'm sitting here on my, I'm sitting, well, not here. I'm sitting up on my couch where, up on my couch where I'm much more comfortable and I'm, I'm watching the you, game. Buddy, and I'm, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're sitting in this seat all weekend, like we need to have an intervention. No. We gotta, I, we gotta get you out of I'll there. come down on Monday morning to like do work in this office and the mic is still set up with the headphones from Sunday morning and I just, <laughs> I look at it and I just like shudder. It's like, Ugh, I gotta go back to this again. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm upstairs in front of the Christmas tree watching the game. I'm sure everybody was watching the Eagles Niners yesterday. Debo scores on the run. They're up two touchdowns. And I'm thinking this has a chance to be like a 100 out of 100 possible result for getting Dak MVP home. Because at that moment, 
Purdy's numbers were incredibly pedestrian and they were already up two touchdowns and the Eagles looked completely lifeless in the game. I was not really worried about Hertz or like a comeback or anything. I believe this was before the altercation on the sideline with Dre Greenlaw and the Eagles security guy. But like it's it's you, you know, they're up to, you know, you know, Dom, Dom you know, <laughs> you know, the assistant to everybody, whatever his title is. So anyway, he's it's two touchdowns and Purdy's like numbers really aren't that good. And I'm like, this has a chance. Like, I need them to win. That was the most important thing. Looks like they're going to win. They're they're clearly the better team in that game. And uh, and Purdy's numbers aren't great. And I go, we're going to be like this. Dak might be the sole favorite. Like, this is going to be unbelievable. And then Purdy's next two touchdown passes are just I'm like with Ryan, Trista, and Nick, and BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Oh, wait a second, guys! Emerging from the locker room with his helmet back on and back on the field, like Willis Reed. Tyreek Hill is back in the game for the Dolphins with it tied 10-10. I think they looked around and said, yeah, your ankle's not right, but can, are you good enough to go? Because uh, we could use some offense right He's now. He's just going to be the, the decoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or, or this is his MVP moment. Oh, right? man. They're chanting his name, Tyreek, Tyreek. And he comes back on the reek. field. Reek, reek, reek. Reminds me of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, Why? Why did he say – usually, I like, I, I hate when they do that and he's, like, questionable to return. You're like, yeah, he ain't coming back. We haven't seen him in three quarters. He was questionable. Like a madman. He was questionable, that's for sure. I don't know how sure. I feel about this. Yeah, I mean, if he gets hurt more, maybe they determine that it's just uh, – it's a twisted ankle and that's all that it is and you just got to deal with pain and some swelling tomorrow and then you go from there. But It's terrible. I mean, look, he had two catches for 13 yards and uh, I think there's a vast majority of public betters out there that are uh, – on the over on at least his receiving yards. If not, you're going with a lot of alternate numbers. So we got a long way to go, but who knows? Yeah, we do. Guys, my wife's going to be a little sad when I tell her tonight that I've actually fallen in love with somebody other than her. Oh, boy. Who is this? this I time? am Trinity. Not Jordan Love, no, though, not right? not Trinity, although I, I like her, too. Uh, I, I'm in love with the DeVito family. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything about this family fascinates me. Now the agent is, like, sitting up with the mom and the dad. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chan! Oh, that would have been incredible. Biscuit. We really need him to get into the end zone. I keep forgetting how, how bad I need that, Bad actually. it, badly. But I love this DeVito story, this family. Mm -hmm. It's wild, man. Like, this agent, I mean, is this real life or is this I, all? I like still am convinced that this is all a big just it's prank on the NFL world. It's crazy, like, watching Tommy DeVito the last four years in college football because he wasn't good, um, really, at all. And now he's, like, the number one story. In the New York, his in one of the bigger markets. His agent was dressed like he's in a Dick Tracy movie. No, he did. I mean, he's got the pinstripe black no, no. suit, and no, then no. he's got a black shirt underneath it, and, and then he, he's got you the can hat. Tell. And that's not an act. Like that's no, that's him. Yeah. That's, that's just a Thursday. That's a that's a Monday for that guy. It's amazing. It's like the Pink Panther. He's like, hey, I was just saying. she. see, we want two million seventy-five million. Would seem like he looks. We want true backup money. We want Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> money. You see, three years, thirty-five million. You see. Can't you see that my clients are marketing genius here? Look at him. Look at him. He's created his own look. He's Tommy Cutlets. You gotta pay the guy the money That's he deserves. Look at what he does. This is New York. This is the city that never sleeps. You want him in the bright spotlight. You gotta pay him, or he's gonna go somewhere else. What if Tommy Cutlets? What if Tommy DeVito's Brady? Right? Okay, stop. Stop it. <laughs> uh, somebody put this on Twitter. It wasn't me, so I can't take credit for it. But they were like, every other sports league is trying their very hardest to make a star. And the NFL was like, hey, we got a guy in New York who's Italian, 
and it worked. <laughs> yeah. This is best, all it took. best right. league honors. <laughs> it's literally very, all it took. Uh, very, very true. <laughs> and it like helps he's like not good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Just a fun, heartwarming story. Yeah, he, he's he's a level below Taylor Heineke, most likely. Oh yeah. That's like that's gonna be his story. It's yes. like a mini version of Taylor Heineke just like spanned over a few games versus what, starting for a year and a half, basically. I have to say really quickly not to pivot to this Tennessee-Miami uh, game. Well, we can because we have both games. So. But the run, <laughs> defense, <laughs> the run defense for Miami has been excellent. Yeah. We've been cooking Miami for their defense pretty much all season long. Yes, it's gotten a lot better since they got Jalen Ramsey back. He had a couple of picks multiple weeks in a row. But the run defense, guys, has been their weak point. Yeah. And they're holding Derrick Henry to 2.2 yards per carry. They have Tajay Spears at three yards per carry. And then Will Levis, a couple of scrambles, but that doesn't really count. Actually, how many scrambles? Do you have that in front of you? Two. Two scrambles. Well, I need one more. Okay. <laughs> one more scramble. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, but just like that, we've got a Tajay Spears. Ooh. Uh, looks like that. Just like that, a Tajay Spears ding, hits his rushing prop, which was 20 and a half, uh, uh, which yes. we took the over. Ding. Ding. Let's get him another reception and then yeah. all the props hit. I literally said they've done such a great job of holding these guys mm -hmm. to 2.2 yards per carry, and immediately you mushed. You mushed Spears again. ran for like eight yards. It's it's insane the power oh of the mush sometimes with you. Look at Tommy. DeVito guys. again running for another first guys, down. DeVito rushing yards, which Brad Evans did give out on this here show. What I took the it? attempts. What was the number? Oh, I mean, he's cleared that. It was no, in the 20s. Yeah, it's seven, he's rushed he's for 72, 72 yards. Yeah, yeah. He's got more rushing yards than passing yards. That's crazy. He's yeah. only got 66 passing yards, and the Giants could beat the Packers. We should have taken Jaylen alt numbers. Yeah, we should have. Another reception for D-Hop, who's just still, like, on another level, even though he's catching balls from Will Levis, although yeah. they might call that incomplete. Yep, incomplete, they unfortunately. Did, yeah. Good coverage there by Jalen Ramsey. How about that? Ramsey actually matching up against D-Hop. Ooh. Yeah, that's the, out of bounds. The Giants right now have more than – they're about doubling up their passing yards on the ground. 129 on the ground, 66 yards passing. No, make that 136 yards rushing now. Matt Breda's about to get a seven-yard run here. And then uh, they've only got 66 yards passing in this game. Giants are the favorites now. Giants go from being six-point dogs, seven on the opener, to minus 140 favorites, pretty much a pick, uh, well, minus one and a half. Total 40 and a half, so trending towards the over in that game. Under in the Titans game by about 10 points. Uh, 34 and a half, the live total Yikes. in the Miami-Tennessee game. Tennessee on the money line all the way down to plus 210. And then you could actually get some plus money with Green Bay right now, plus 115 on the money line if you think they're going to come back and beat the Giants. I personally don't because Tommy DeVito is snatching the ankles of Darnell Savage, who's now <laughs> doesn't have his helmet on. I don't know if he's been benched or he got hurt. Either way, he's not playing very good tonight, so it doesn't matter. Man, these games are, and this is the thing, right? We say it pretty much every week, but it just comes to fruition. It feels like every single Monday night and Thursday night game, whatever you think is going to happen, doesn't, doesn't happen. These are I mean, good at least, though. Last, you know? Right, close games, right. Finally. But I mean, like last Thursday, we thought it was going to be awful, no offense, like six nothing. We got a well. bunch of we got a bunch of points at least last Thursday. Here yeah. now, yeah, these games aren't like high scoring, and it's not like you're watching two great quarter. I mean, really, two is the only quarterback that you're looking at. It. I mean, he's an actual MVP candidate, yeah. but you're watching games that still are close. They're competitive. They're just a little all oh, flea flicker, flea flicker, flea flicker. DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Who is that? Oh, Wandale Robinson. Oh my God, would have been nice if it was Jalen Hyatt. I agree. It was not Jalen Hyatt, unfortunately, it was guys. Not Jalen Hyatt. Should have been. 
big, big reception. And big look at this. Wandale DeVito game. is dealing. Oh, Tommy DeVito's agent's going to walk right up to the front office now and say, give my man a new contract. He Packers are going to lose money. outright to the Giants. Un embarrassing. If, if I was still, like, number one fan, things would be getting broken would tonight. You? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. In fact, I need it kind of. You know, Giants – Giants cover, that means they win. I was hoping like Green Bay would win the game, but only by three. You know, you mean Giants win, that means they cover? You go through yeah. two yeah. decades plus of a team that's always a playoff team, bare minimum, Super Bowl aspirations. You have one down year, and you're already giving up on your team. You, sir, are spoiled like a <laughs> Patriots fan. No, no, because they actually you need win to suffer Super a little Bowls, bit. Though. Not just NFC North hey, titles. I think every fan base that's had a team – like the Patriots or the Packers or even, you know, the Ravens, consistent winners, even if you're not winning Super Bowls, but consistent winners, you all deserve to suffer. You deserve to suffer the way I've had to suffer, the way Trista's had to suffer, although it's been much better for you and the Cowboys. At least you've had 13 win seasons yeah. and playoffs. Yeah, that's not, so, like, very I mean, good, though. I mean, it's still better. <laughs> you know you're not going Cowboy, Cowboys are a roller coaster. My team's just consistently year. terrible. So that's so why I feel, I feel for Lions fans now because they're watching the meltdown happen week by week, and I'm just thinking, oh, no, the Lions are going to lion again. I Old. love the Lions, though. They're so fun. I, they are. I just maybe stop turning the ball over so much. That would be a good start. I would love to see Hendon Hooker get a shot next Me year. Me, too. I'd love to see him out there. I'm already writing off Goff. I just know what your ceiling is with Goff. Sure, you could maybe win the NFC North. You're not beating San Francisco with Jared Goff, kids, on the road. You're not beating <laughs> Philadelphia. No. You're definitely not beating. You, you know, hot take. Okay. Detroit might actually have a better shot against San Francisco than they would against Philadelphia. Goff, maybe warm weather. Is his best shot, like, going on the road? If he goes on the road in Philadelphia, it's going to be ugly. And I think Dallas will eat him alive, too. That pass rush, yeah. Meanwhile, DeVito getting flushed out of the pocket here. And, oh, what a throw and a catch. Is that a DeVito tutty? Oh, that is a touchdown in the back of the end zone for the Giants. Look at this. Isaiah Hodgins. Hodgins with the touchdown catch. Who and needs here that? come the Giants. I don't need that. Giants plus six, plus seven, looking good, kids. Well. Packers playoff chances, <laughs> not so much. And that's a big win for the Vikings. Granted, they only scored three points to do it. And now they have Nick Mullins as their starter, it looks like, the rest of the way. So is, is Hyatt just not going to get involved, you think? It's starting to look that way. He has 13 yards. It's yeah, only need one yard. We I got mean, some one game loud, the same yeah. as Tyreek Hill. We need Green Bay so. to come down and score to keep this thing. Yeah, we uh -oh. do. Levis got a man. Oh, we got him. Spears. Oh, oh but he fumbled. That's a fumble. Get Went out of, out of bounds. bounds. Okay, oh. that'll count as our reception. Yeah, then. it will. That will count as our reception. Cha-ching. <laughs> I believe that Nothing be. better than when that happens. When it fumbles out of bounds, you're like, okay, good. I can take that. Now let's make sure they don't screw us. Get on the ball and snap the ball in case. You know how it goes in the NFL. They might call that like he didn't make a football move or something. Play I, under review. I didn't, yeah, of course. Son of a. <laughs> well, they, well, they review every touchdown anyway. So This DeVito dad is just outrageous. He's the best. He really does look like a fat Dan Marino. <laughs> he does kind of look like He looks waterlogged. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looks waterlogged. With a lot of, uh, you know, cutlets. Like you found and, uh, him in the bottom of the river. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> look how, like, proud look and happy. It's so awesome to see, yeah. though. Yeah, and his father. agent. Oh, my God, look at his agent. His you know agent. I mean? They're jumping this up and down doing the hand thing. Like, Tommy life. DeVito oh. was never supposed Guys. to be here. Now you get to watch your son in the NFL game on Monday Night Football. He's got an eight-point lead over the Green Bay Packers. Tommy DeVito's it's agent, I didn't realize, lives. he also had a chain on. Yes. The I didn't see the, see the chain until now. The and he's doing the hand. Oh, it's I love so it. great. I'm a Packer fan, and I don't care. I want them to lose. It's so great. I want DeVito to win out. I don't know that I ever want this man to lose another game in his career. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. You know what? We've got to get him in D.C. 
Great Twi- not, no. for the, not for the commanders. Uh, yes. For the defenders. DC defenders. <laughs> there you go. The XFL. We'll stick with that. All right. So 21-13, Giants over the Packers. 128 to go in the third now after the DeVito touchdown pass. Dolphins and Titans tied 10-10, 116 to go in the we third there. It is a Monday, Scott. Would you like to do a little changing of our minds, perhaps? I would love to do a little <laughs> changing of your minds, perhaps. Before that, real quick, agent's name is Sean Stellato. Oh. Born Salem, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Played two sports for the Marist Red Foxes. Played basketball, played football. He used to be the agent for Joe Villano and Alfred Morris. Alfred your Morris. Burgundy and Gold. This really? is not his first go-round with football and what have you. He also played in the Arena Football League. 2016 Boston 40 under 40 honoree has it in his uh, profile. He played, wait, Stilato. hold on. He played ball? This he guy? Play, he played ball. He played basketball and football, both at Marist. I think your boy Brandon Tierney went to Marist. I think he was a Marist guy. He and, looks uh, like a Marist guy. I think, and you can look this up, Rye, I believe Rick Smith's, uh, the Duncan Dutchman, the was, a Marist, yeah. was a Marist Red Fox at one point in that time. That is amazing. Wow. So, yes. I love this guy. I love yeah. this whole story. And now Same. he's dressed Thank like you. Rocky. Oh, I never said the, I didn't like it. Oh, I think no, it's no. awesome. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't say you didn't. With the I black, I want the black the ju- hat on the black jacket and the black shirt, he looks like Rocky. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a fantastic one. I also need the Giants to win games so the Commanders can jump them in the draft. So we're minus that. They're minus 300 favorites right now. Are they really? point favorites in this oh game. He quote tweets anything nice you say about him, too. You know those guys? T, get yeah. on it. The, do- the Tommy DeVito craze is real, and he quote tweets, or he re- retweets it. Oh, from Jordan Sean- Renan tweeted yep. that. That's mm-hmm. great. We got time for one. Change my yep. mind on a Monday. And, yes, he tried to walk it back with our friend Carrington Harrison of uh, 610 Sports in Kansas City, but change my mind. Everybody should lose a little respect, Trish, to start with you for Patrick Mahomes because nobody else would do that. Not, you know, he didn't talk to, he didn't just talk to Josh Allen. He just complained about the call. Like he went out and went, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Changed my mind, T. I can't. I can't change your mind about that. That's exactly how I feel. I saw Patrick Mahomes in that moment, and I said, maybe I understand why you and Brittany are together, dog. Like maybe you both have a little bit of uh, bitching you a little bit. Like just a bad character. Just you have the moment. Gets adverse, first time really, in Patrick Mahomes. Like, the calls go against him. And all he's doing is complaining, complaining to the refs, complaining to Josh Allen, not complaining to Kadarius Tony, talking to his team, being like, oh, that was a terrible call. And then you walk, I'm sorry, they're walking it back. It was almost like he received a, a team memo, and they were like, you read this. You know what's crazy about the whole thing? I haven't lost all respect because the, Some, week, the week before that, remember the Kansas City-Green Bay game where Travis Kelsey gets ripped down, and you don't call that a flag out of Hail Mary, but there were some bad calls against the Chiefs, oh, and no. I thought they took that like – they played that off like Super Bowl champs with all class. They were yep. like, we're not – you know, like it can't come down to that play. Right. We lost that game. The MVS you know, was brutal. Yeah, and, and they were all like – but they didn't blame the officiating, Kelsey or Mahomes. So last night was kind of weird to see – you know, and I get him being pissed off, but he should be pissed off at Matt Nagy, and he should be pissed off at um, Kadarius Tony. not so much the line judge, because it was the right call. So that's the only respect I lost, uh, to be honest. So honestly, I think he is pissed off at all of them. He's angry at everybody. This season's been a frustrating year, and it all came to a head, and the volcano erupted in that moment. Did he handle it right? No. But was that in the moment of a game where you thought you had it won, and a call pulls it back? and you've been dealing with frustrations with your receivers, maybe some play calling, officiating, all of those things for Patrick Mahomes. I didn't lose any respect for him. 
Patrick Mahomes has earned a pass for that because that's not his pattern of, of behavior. He doesn't act that way normally. There, this is an emotionally driven game. Sports in general are that way. West sometimes, with a touchdown. sometimes guys just get to the point where things explode right in the heat of the moment, right there. Every single human in the history of mankind has had those moments before, where one thing after the other after the other keeps piling up, everything's going wrong, and you finally just explode. And that's where Patrick Mahomes was. Guarantee you, he ain't going to do that again. But it is interesting to see how that team looks when they're in a little bit of adversity. But they've been there before. I mean, it was a couple of seasons ago where people writing off the – the Chiefs and saying, oh, is Patrick Mahomes done? Is that the best we've ever seen from him? They won another Super Bowl, so they'll be fine. All right, we're going to wrap it up next. It's BetMGM Tonight. The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. All three will be right back on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL. Defense, like please, somebody tackle him. So Debo catches this pass, like one yard past the line of scrimmage, turns and sprints like Usain Bolt in a straight line for a touchdown. Obviously, that like really, really, really helps Purdy's stats. And then Jawan Jennings on the screen to the bottom of the screen on the left side, and like he breaks all these tackles. And and especially on this one, I'm just like, just somebody tackle him at the one, like you know, whatever. Elijah Mitchell will come in and score a one yard touch. Like it doesn't matter. Like McCaffrey could score. It's irrelevant. And uh, just not this just not this and because of the, honestly whether you, i mean whether you agree with this or not because of those two long touchdowns purdy stats look insane from the game from yesterday look completely ridiculous and they win by a lot and as a result he's right next to Dak. and this is going to get really interesting because <laughs> because uh we're we're here like we're at kind of like judgment week to a certain extent where the cowboys and eagles are playing each other this is like the sort of conclusion of like a month-long handicap that we've had of this market and we're here and we've kind of gotten everything that we want, to be honest. But reading a lot of the con- watching the games yesterday, obviously seeing the market, uh, reading a lot of the content that was produced today, a lot of major media entities had somebody write about NFL Most Valuable Player. So I'll, I'll, like, actually, some of the better writers wrote, wrote content for today. And reading it all, you it's it's the we there's other conclusions to draw, but one of the main conclusions is this is very open. And there are a lot of players who could potentially win. Some are more likely than others. Uh, and two of the players who were mentioned are Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. And Purdy's great game yesterday is, has, has made this even more interesting, I think, than it was before. But I'm telling you, I was sitting there and it was there up two touchdowns. And I just go, like, if he finishes with like 180 and one or something like that, I'm just like, it's this is dreamland i mean this is the best possible situation Dak might be two to one everybody else behind him like maybe he beats hurts and he just wins and now it gets a lot more cloudy so it was i feel like i was so close to the best possible game still got a great result still got great market movement but things are going to get really really interesting down the stretch here
if I were to tell you this story and not tell you where it happened or who <laughs> it involved, and I gave you one guess, I feel like more often than not, you're going to take Philadelphia, right? Like of all the yeah. places this could have possibly occurred, you probably would have picked Philadelphia. Maybe you would have like said, oh, Malice of the Palace. Maybe you would have had an No, 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 no. You probably would have gone with Philadelphia, especially with a game of, of this significance, going up against the Niners in terms of tiebreakers for the one seed, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you can understand why the emotions were incredibly high and why Eagles fans were so excited, even though their team was trailing, that suddenly they get to see their man, Big Dom, go out there and show them who's boss. Yeah, you don't mess with Philadelphia. Well, yes, we mess with Philadelphia because, look – I get that, like, I've tried to say nice things about Philadelphia fans. Like, they can be endearing sometimes, and they are consistent, mm. and we know who they are and all of that stuff. But you cannot encourage this type of behavior. You cannot give Big Dom a standing ovation when he's being escorted out of the building. You can't do that. You need to be classier than this. And I know who I am telling this to, but you still have to be mindful of the <laughs> fact that one guy who should not have touched a player. You can't do Plays that. They are. If Trent Williams doesn't play, that's a completely different offense for me. Now it's, it's Purdy. He's not running boots. He's not running waggles. They're not getting cute outside zones, not destroying people. They get a little, a lot more predictable. Um, especially with the right. Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. 21-13 Giants over the Packers as we enter the fourth quarter. Titans 13, Dolphins 10 with the third quarter just wrapping up there. Two games, close games, one-score games on Monday Night Football. And I hit all the props in the Packer game. We got um, Patrick Taylor over three and a half carries. He's got four. We got Jordan Love. Well, actually, we need Jordan Love still. We got um, uh, Tucker Craft over two and a half receptions. Yes, sir. He's got three for 21. I need one more from Dobbs. That would be really cool. I and, need one uh, more for Saquon. Tommy DeVito, we got, we, got, we got the anytime touchdown for Saquon. We got the carries for DeVito, the rushing mm. yards. But a good night. And Tommy DeVito, guys, he might be an NFL quarterback. I'm not even kidding. I think he gets better every week. He's at That's least what we a, said about Josh Dobbs. He's at least a backup. I love that before the game, though, you were like, he's not really an NFL quarterback. He's not that good. <laughs> I mean, I You fall in love I mean, very I easily. I can't believe this is the same dude we watched at <laughs> Illinois and Syracuse and his, and his other stuff. He's better stops. than Tim Boyle. I know that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Tim Boyle. Now, Tim Boyle is the worst quarterback ever. It's not close to start an NFL game. Right. Yeah, he. I'm trying to. Th I'm racking my brain to try Nathan to think of who'd Peterman. be worse. He had the Peterman four pick sixes. He, yeah, Peterman's still in the league though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Tim Boyle will probably never play in the NFL again. Oh God, no. Oh Jordan Love. Wow. Oh, he, nope. He missed him. Nope. Missed Man, him. Love's been really bad tonight. Like yep. shaky as all hell. And that was to die. I uh, know that was to Wicks. Torre. Torre. Samari Torre. Um, that would have been. Nothing for me on him. Nothing for me there either. So, so if anything, it's okay. Meanwhile, Tommy ah. DeVito is averaging 7.1 yards a carry. He's got 71 yards rushing. That's crazy. I'm unbelievable. And yet he still hasn't even thrown for 100 yards in this game. Balling. I know. Yeah. 99 Sa passing yards. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. I took the over on his receiving yards, too. He's only got eight. There we go. 
Oh, oh, little left a man. That's not Mostert. Doesn't help. Leaped no. over. Need I Mostert, don't actually guys. think it's anyone we need. That's that's yeah. Alex Engel. That's the fullback. A fullback yeah. just leaped over a human being. Bring back the fullback, guys. That's Mike what Allstott, I want. Mike I love you, but you couldn't do that. Look Sorry. at that. That's a fullback. He I said, love. Whoop. He just kicked him in the head too. Yeah, he did. So my kid does to me every morning when he's like trying to get up out of bed. No, he does right not. Kicks you in the head. head. Oh, Daddy, yeah. get up. Daddy, yeah. get up. I, have to I go get. To school. I get woke How up. How do like you get hit and kicked in the back the of the head? The worst possible ways, because he like sneaks into my bed, and like to do it, he wants to like, like not wake me up, but in the process, like for whatever reasons, like cr tries to go over me rather than just coming on the other side of the bed, and he just puts <laughs> his knee directly into my neck. <laughs> Every I, single morning. I would love to just have him on the show and have him Oh, Tyreek Tyree Hill! Again. We might Here have to one of these, actually, one of these days. I, I don't think I have that. a babysitter on Wednesday, so <laughs> he might be joining us. That would Wednesday. be great. Do a whole segment with him. Uh-oh. Pick some games. The defender got go. hurt. Tyreek Hill, 61 yards. Still got a long way to go, though. We need this to – we just keep giving the ball to Tyreek Hill. And Raheem Mostert would be good, too. Four Big. more yards for Mostert, and then just take him out of the game. I'm fine with that. Third Don't and 11, anything. and Jordan Love takes the sack. Oh, jeez. Packers are going to have to maybe take the field goal here. That would make it a five-point game. I would love Green Bay to win this game by exactly two points. <laughs> Green Bay wins. Giants cover. DeVito plays well. America <laughs> and Italy, we F all win. Yeah. Italy yeah. wins, too. That's good to know that Italy's included in all of this. Little so. Italy, at least. You know. There you go. Guys, Did, we're getting into the sweat chamber here. Yeah, we're. I mean, you hit the fourth quarters on these. Derrick Henry, 15 carries, 32 terrible, yards. Terrible stuff. That was the. I should have. I didn't stuff. take it. I leaned under, but I didn't take it, and I should have because here we are. Gross, sickening. I should have played. I should have honestly. Oh, 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 he just missed the field goal. Packers just missed yeah. the field goal. Anders wow. Carlson. That's why you don't cut a guy like Mason Crosby. Anders Carlson, who got yeah. picked up by the Rams and then they didn't even use him. Made right. no sense. Anders yeah. Carlson. He was a Raider, right? Uh, no, he's a rookie, actually. No, he, his brother oh, is. Oh, yes. His brother is. That's his brother. Um, okay. Yeah, he's – I'm not a fan, to be honest Daniel with you. Carlson, that's what it was. Um, yeah. That's not good for Green Bay. I should have hammered, and I'm talking about, like, laid the hammer. I, uh -huh. I have a lot of money on the Giants. This should have been the biggest play of the year. I asked you, and you said you said Giants, and then you go, no, actually, it's some other dumb bet that was not your favorite bet. No, it I hit two, though. It was Tucker Kraft well, no, over two and a half that, receptions. No, it wasn't that one. I, it was not. It was some other one. Let's roll the tape like State yeah. Farm. Yeah, roll it for the next 15 minutes while I go head over to the bar and get myself an RBV for the evening. What's RBV? Red, Red Bull, Bull vodka. vodka. Oh, okay. What he's not allowed to have. What are we, 21? That's what we're drinking tonight when we're we hit the roulette 20, table. No wonder you don't sleep. Because we gave out nothing but winners. Nothing but winners tonight. Hey, while these games are both in a break, what did you guys think of the the, the championship game of the uh, in-season tournament? Sick. I liked it. It felt like a big event. Like It really felt like it mattered. It did. It was sick. Also, I think the league stepped in and made the Lakers put the banner up because Kobe yeah. Bryant said himself, rest in peace, uh, we Lakers, we don't put up banners unless not for Western Conference champions, not yeah. for division winners, only for real championships. Yes. And here they are putting up another banner. Uh, LeBron James, we kind of knew once he got to the we final yeah. that he was going to show out. Even though MVP, Anthony Davis did, though. He was incredible. He should have actually won the MVP, he if we're should being have. honest. But LeBron in an elimination game is unlike any other, I tell you what. And it was hilarious uh, to, to fade him. For anyone who faded him, mm -hmm. you lost money. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, actually. You know, I was kind of skeptical going into, it, going into it just because, like, we had never seen it before. And I was thinking, yeah. like, why would millionaires care? But then you forget, like... You know, you can never have enough money. Yes. You know, like coming into the night, I was like, maybe I don't need to bet all this because we had a good weekend and, you know, I don't need it. But you know what? 
Why not? I love not? the competition, and we love Oh, no, Tua, what are you doing? Oh, no. And he's going to get himself clobbered. Oh, Killed. Tua, stop it. Well, yeah, I have under one and a half rushing attempt. Oh, that was his first, so, yeah, we need no more from him. I have under two and a half at least. So. No, two. That's two two attempts for Tua. Is that two now? Oh, God, no more rushing attempts for Tua. Was it two and a half? I don't even remember. I had a two and a half, right. so I don't know if there was a one Damn, and a half that you grabbed. if they win, we might get the knee, although this is a close one. We yeah. Might, let's keep him out of the end zone That's what here. you and I both said was, God, the kneeling could be the problem here. Is that Nope. To a uh, back shoulder Hand throw. the ball to Raheem Mostert. That would be Hand nice. Hand the ball to Tyreek. Or Devin H. <laughs> or Devin a Devon H. This is the worst part. Any of them. Are they going to take the – oh, no, it's third down. Bulls hang tough against the Bucks. by the way. I had a – My brother's there. Did Bulls they plus. Really? It's 131-129, 12 seconds left in OT. Oh, good. He's getting Milwaukee. Good. Shout out to my brother, Dan. Bulls was were 11 and a half point dogs, and we know what it is when Milwaukee plays Chicago. Yeah, it's it a tough game. Me and my mom got him the tickets way. for the Pfizer. He's actually sitting like right behind the bench, to be oh, honest. Oh, wow. Yeah, his first game ever there. Really? Picked a good one. He's a big Bulls fan, so we thought we'll send him to see a good team, the Bucs. At least he gets <laughs> a good game. I figured it'd be like 145 to 80. Anytime I go to Bucks Bulls, Giannis right, plays like a quarter back. and a half. Tua oh, fell. Tua just fell. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tennessee is going to have the lead slipped. still. 13-10. Jeez, why do you want that? Well, I bet I'm plus 17 and a half. But it's, they're up. Well, I don't want Tua's rushing attempts either. Okay. I kind of want Miami to lose. So No, why, though? I don't know. You're just wanting chaos. Yeah, exactly. But Especially in the AFC. Miami was going to move up in my power rankings, but not if they lose this game. Because uh, this is big for my bills, eh? Yes. I need the bills to do big things this year. Only the Bills. Yeah. I'm starting to be a believer again. Ken Dorsey, he's gone. Now they're averaging 32 points per game in his absence. Josh Allen, he's going to be on angry runs, I would assume. That <laughs> run that he had was just ridiculous. He oh, had nine guys with yeah. him. He's a quarterback. Didn't get 40 yards rushing, though. Killed he's, my bet. I know. I know. I was mad. Um, yeah. But Josh Allen throws some really ridiculous and boneheaded, stupid uh, interceptions. But, man, like he's awesome and fun. And I... Cool. So I worry about the longevity of his career, the way he plays, though. It's very eerily similar to Cam Newton, yeah. where it works, and then your body just stops wanting to accept those hits anymore. That is a good point. And and I mean, he's feel, a bigger dude. He still, is. So he can, he's not afraid to deliver them. But really, like, this whole be a tough guy quarterback thing, it just, it's, it's going to, I mean, if that's how you play, that's how you play. But it's going to, there's a chance it shortens your career. There's a ch I mean, and again, he, he doesn't miss time. So it's worked for him so far. But that's every time I watch him do that, I just think of Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. He's got, man, but, I mean, Cam Newton couldn't throw a ball like Josh No, Allen, no, no, no. Know? I mean in terms of, like, the running and the way he'll take a yeah, hit and deliver yeah. it. It's, I mean, Cam Newton was a, a defensive end playing quarterback, the <laughs> way know. that he would run and lay down hits. And Josh Allen's not that big, but he's actually, like, relatively close. Oh, yeah. Dak's pretty big, too. He's been using yeah. his body a lot. Mm -hmm. People forget that he's a mobile quarterback. Yo, yeah, oh, yeah. And he, you know what, though? That's good because that shows that he is, he's somebody that you count on still as a, a quarterback that can throw the ball accurately. Yep. And, you know, I'm thinking, too, with Cam or with Cam, with, with Dak Prescott, I, sometimes it takes quarterbacks a little bit longer to just mature and have the game slow down for them. We may be at that point where the game is slowed down for Dak Prescott, where it just feels like it's second nature yeah. versus you're still learning. Because, listen, I don't care how naturally talented any quarterback is in the NFL. There's a lot of learning throughout the process, going through certain situations you haven't been in before. I mean, you look at Tom Brady. He got better, obviously, as he aged, and that's an extreme example because he aged like a fine wine. But, you know, as think of all the quarterbacks. I mean, think of Aaron Rodgers late in his career still. I mean, forget this year, but, like, these guys can play late in their career and they get better. And we're like, how do these quarterbacks play so long? Well, 
they understand the game more, and it slows down for them. And I think that's what we're starting to see with Dak Prescott. Also, look better play calling. Yeah, it's, it's just the it's been a much better situation offensively for that team. They still need a little more, I think. Besides, uh, you know, they, they they have to add something to that backfield. But that's going to be the offseason. It doesn't matter now. What we're seeing right now is, you know, Dak looks like somebody that is more than just a is he or not a good. It just when we get to the playoffs is what really is matters. He gone? So. Is he gone? Is he good? No, the defense <laughs> uh, and Brian brought us uh, who came on last week told us, kind of gave us the tea about how, yeah. you know, you have the defensive staff coming over and talking mm-hmm. to Mike McCarthy and saying, hey, if you guys don't run this offense any differently, you're not going to score points yep. uh, and you're not going to be able to move the ball. Mm-hmm. And they did. Like you said, Ryan, some of these end arounds, more creative plays. Yeah. Uh, really, that's kind of been the difference for, for Dallas. McCarthy's been yeah. good. Yeah, he has. And like Kellen Moore and Dak, I just don't think we're meant for each other. Kellen Moore Maybe. is better off with like a guy like Herbert and Dak's better off with a guy like Mike McCarthy. Like, people laugh, but, like, Aaron, Mike McCarthy fixed Aaron Rodgers. It used to be called the Mike McCarthy quarterback school. Um, That's, that is true. You know, I mean, it's a like, long he, time he was, ago he we was talked one of the better that, offensive minds. Look what he did with that year that he had with Favre, even. Like, Favre looked really washed for two straight years, and then McCarthy had him in the NFC Championship game. Right. So, like, we laugh, but McCarthy is a good football mind. He's not, he's not Ben Johnson. He's not Kellen Moore. He's not going to have the flashy type stuff. But, like, the guy knows football. He didn't. It, I mean, he's a highly successful. He's a highly successful, successful football coach. <laughs> I love him, but he's a big goof. He's the kind of guy he like. Is a goof. I was glad when he was gone, yeah. but I always wanted him to get another. Like, I want to see him win a Super Bowl. It just it was time for him to go. His welcome had worn out. In yeah, Green like Bay. him and Aaron were like. It was like like when two people like you know stay together for the kids. Yeah. Clearly, it wasn't working out. It was a it was a bad marriage. And it's I mean I, I for now it's working in Dallas, so we'll see. But again, it all comes down. I mean, Dallas has had plenty of great regular seasons. We all know what it comes down to. They got to beat the Niners. That's gotta what it comes down Niners, to. Got to beat the Niners. Because they, they can beat Philly. They've done it in Dallas yep. a bunch of times. But, but what have the 49ers done? They've blown both those teams out of the yes, water. Yes, they have. So that still, to me, is why, until I see something otherwise, you know, and it really it's the playoffs at this point, 49ers, best team in the NFC, best team in the NFL, doing what they need to do. But I don't know, our Ravens, they can just, just you know. Got to learn how to close, close games. Close some teams out, man. Ravens 49ers Super Bowl, not bad. Throw it, Jordan. not be bad, and that's the color of the Super Bowl uh, logo, too. Oh, oh look at Packers. Mar- oh, Tucker oh, Kraft. Kraft. Tucker Kraft with a huge gain. Oh. All right, we're back tomorrow in Let's studio. Go. It's BetMGM tonight. That's a wrap. Another show is in the books. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern for the next winning edition of BetMGM Tonight, live from BetQL.